and welcome to the Date Bit Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Jackson. And I'm your other host, Kaylee Jackson. And we are here to talk about video games. All things video games. We um, want to talk to you today about a game that really helped us learn how to problem solve together. In a um, big it, way. It, it, it helped us, like... It what? opened a door. It did. It, it made us closer. More like it opened a vault it op- of our relationship. It opened a vault of our relationship. You're absolutely right. That we did not know was even there. <laughs> You're it's absolutely like right. in Lost when John Locke finds the hatch. Spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, spoilers. That happened in 2004. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but truly, that's how I feel. Like, yeah. I just remember sitting there playing close to the beginning of when we started it, and just being like, I've never... Because that's like the first game we've played co-op together. Yes. Like, we've played video games in the past where we've watched each other play. Totally. Or pass the controller back and forth. But this is like our first co-op, let's go do this together Yeah. type of video game. And I just remember thinking at the beginning, like, we've never done anything like this yeah. before. And, like, we... When we would get the quest and like we'd have to work out, okay, you're you would you told me like Kaylee, you're gonna you're gonna play as if you're the tank, you know? Yeah. And just like learning how to go into battle with each other like that. Totally. That so, was fun for me. So a little bit of background. Um, I sorry, I got ahead of myself. I really good. love Borderlands. She really loves Borderlands, guys. The third one came out recently. Right. We're on the first one still. <laughs> I'm a completionist, so I have to play the entire series, right? Right. But, so, I got first exposed to Borderlands when it first came out. I played a little bit of it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it, but I didn't get very far. Yeah. Then, oh gosh, probably two years ago for my birthday, you bought me a 360. Yeah. Um, because you knew how much I wanted an Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, there's a place in town called CDR Electronics, and I don't know how they do it, but it's like magic. They they just have cheap video games. Right. Like, all the video games they have there are just, like, ridiculously cheap, pretty much. Right. Um, Also, quarantine hot take, I miss going to video game stores right now. I do, too. But... The fact that we can't go to half-price books or vintage stock is, like... It's hurting. It's hurting a little bit. I mean, it's hurting a little bit. We got, I mean... We're on day 17? Oh, gosh. No way. Hold on. Either me, 16 I'll, or 17. Because we started on the 14th, right? Was that before spring break? Yeah. Like... 15th. Oh, we're on day, day 15. 15. Still a long time to be in a two-bed apartment Yeah. together. Two of us, a dog, and three guinea pigs. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. We do have a zoo. But anyway, sorry, yeah. I digress. I mean, I, my office is closed until at least April 15th, so right. we still have over 15 days to go. A lot of video games to play. A lot of video games to play. So, whenever you bought me that 360, I don't know if you remember this, but I went and bought a bunch of games. It was like around Black Friday, because my birthday is on November 9th, so that Black Friday I bought a bunch of video games at GameStop, 360 uh-huh. games. Uh-huh. Then I went to um, CDR and got... Some I got some Gears of War games, which is a series that we need to play together. Sure. 
Um, I don't know if you know about Gears of War. I don't. Okay. I think you'll like it. Cool. Um, but they had like this package that came out that has Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel and all of the DLC. They had it for like 25 bucks. So I was like, okay. I'm going to buy that because I remember really liking it at the time. And I just thought it would be cool to play those games. Right. Didn't ever think that you would want to play them. And I remember watching you play and even thinking to myself, that doesn't look like something I'd ever be into. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely one of those things that that was only, that was purely going off of the visual aspect of it. Because yeah. I am the type of person that really, uh, I'm very visually stimulated by lots of colors. Yes. Um, Borderlands 1. Is very gray and brown. <laughs> a lot of brown. I mean, it's desert. A lot of brown. Yeah. So I just remember seeing you play and being like, wow, I don't know if I could ever get into that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. We played um, We played World of Warcraft for like two months. Oh, yes. Which is I quit something. my job, so we had to drop our subscriptions. Yes. And I miss it. I do too, but we weren't playing it enough to even warrant paying for it, I right. don't think. Anyways, all of that aside, we played WoW together, and we really liked when we did play it. We had a couple other friends who played with us, and we one of them, she like has played for a long time. Um, yeah. And, you know, doesn't want to be known by name on this podcast for playing World of Warcraft, but you know who you are. <laughs> um, we're going to get her on here to talk about it, don't worry. Yep. Um, so, we... We played WoW, and we loved it. And the thing that I think we loved the most was just the questing, the going yes. to get the quest, going and completing. And a lot it's of them like, are, are those basic, like... Go talk to this person. Kill these, kill 10 of these things, come yeah. back. Go kill these things, come back. Right. Collect this thing, come back. Yeah, pick up 15 seeds. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that's that started clicking in my mind of like, oh, I love this. I yeah. really love this idea of being in a world and because like depending on the character that you pick, you are in you can be in how many different worlds, like how many different characters are there? In WoW? Yeah. Oh gosh. I have like no there's idea. at least There's a ton. There are so many different worlds that you can be a part of in that. Yeah. Game. There's like different different areas of the world that you can explore. Yeah. So like being a part of like when we played as gnomes. Yeah. We were like in that snowy mm -hmm. and then I played as what a what was it a pandaren? Yeah, the panda. The panda. And it was like this ancient Chinese warrior. Oh my gosh. So just like being a part of those different worlds but also having to go get stuff done. Exactly. I loved it. So then whenever we started playing Borderlands Bor and, Borderlands is very similar. Right. So, like, same thing. You told me. It's like, wow, where you have quests that you have to get done. And yes. I'm like, okay, I know that I can at least do that. I can relate to that because yeah. I've done it. So, I think everyone who's listening to this probably knows what Borderlands is. If you don't, it is a first-person shooter, a loot shooter, what they call it. It takes um, a lot of uh, sort of inspiration from... A game series called Diablo. Have you ever heard of Diablo? Is that 
I don't know. Is that also from the creators of Wow? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so Diablo is a series in which you, it's a loot game. So you're exploring this world as these characters, and then you're collecting loot, and sure. the loot is randomized like it is in Borderlands. Yeah. But in Borderlands, you will find different guns, and you never know what gun you're going to find. It's yeah. not like there's a set amount. It's like completely randomized. Right. It's like, I mean, like millions of guns or whatever they say. Also, um, and the guns that you are looking for is based on what character you pick at the beginning. Well, yeah. So some characters have more proficiency in certain areas than right. others. So, um, which is cool. But it is also cell shaded. The graphic style. Mm-hmm. So it's like cartoony kind of. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah, I, I like um, that too. I, and yeah, so it's it's a, it's a basically you can play a, in a squad of four. It was just the two of us who play. You can play by yourself. I, I played through a lot of it by myself, like half the game. Yeah. Um, before I just like got bored and stopped. Not, yeah. not bored, but it's just not the same. Playing together was a lot different though mm-hmm. because you can kind of strategize and go about things. But I definitely think that... Um, the style aspect of the game, mm-hmm. like the, the the visual, the like writing style, I really really like. It's Me very too. funny. It is funny, and it's like sort of uh, it doesn't take itself seriously, right? Um, but there's different characters that you can play, and there are four characters uh, that you can choose to. You can choose from. Choose from to play as. Yeah. Um, so the beginning has that opening scene, which is really cool. Yeah. It's, like, so intriguing what the heck is even going on. Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, runs through each character. Who are they? What's their name? Yeah. So the the four characters you can choose from are Lilith, who's the siren. My girl. Who That's who Kaylee played as. I played as Mordecai the hunter. Yeah. Um, and then you have Brick the berserker, and you have Roland the soldier. Mm-hmm. So we didn't play as those, obviously. But Lilith is good with... Elemental weapons right. is like kind of her proficiency, and then Mordecai is good with like snipers and yeah. pistols. Um, so we kind of broke it down where I, I was pistols, snipers, and shotguns. Yeah, I was machine gun, SMG, rocket launcher. Yeah, <laughs> which I wasn't planning on picking up rocket launchers, but the first time I saw one, I was like, "Oh, I want to do this. I need this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, totally. So there are other characters. Um, in the game that I really love, uh, there is uh, Mordecai, who is the um, like he sells all the weapons. Mor- Not Mordecai. Marcus. I'm sorry, Marcus. Oh my gosh, Mordecai is my character's name. Yes, Marcus. There is um, Doctor uh, Zed. Doctor Zed. Who. Uh, Not a real doctor. He's. I don't think he's a real doctor. <laughs> um, you first meet him, he's cutting up a dead body. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> then you have our favorite character, Scooter. Scooter! Scooter, who is the vehicle guy. Right. Then you have... The catch-a-ride. Uh, catch-a-ride, yeah. Then you have... Um, Claptrap. Claptrap, who's a classic. Love Claptrap. You have com- uh, Commander Still, who is like the head of the Lance. Right. Um, Patricia Tannis, who's like one of the people who's searching for the vaults. You're forgetting our boy, T.K. Baja. Our boy, T.K. Baja, who, R.I.P.? R.I.P. T.K. Spoiler! Or is he dead? 
We don't know. I will say, I'll go ahead and say, I think I said this in the last episode, but we are going to talk about kind of the story aspect of this game. Yeah. So there are going to be spoilers if you are wanting to play the first Borderlands. Story doesn't really play a huge role in this first Borderlands, though. But it's Um, fun. It's there, and it's fun. um, But it doesn't, I don't know, it's just not, it's not sort of the main focus. The the whole story is there are these four vault hunters who we played two of, and the whole, they're going to this uh, planet Pandora, where this mythical vault um, supposedly exists, that um, we are going to open because there's a bunch of treasure in it, right? right. It's a pretty simple premise. Um, and but a whole bunch of stuff happens. A whole bunch of stuff happens. Basically, you have to fight your way to collect the vault keys. There's three of them and put them together and give them to Patricia. And like, what can you even gather from the condition of the part of the map that you're in? It's like desolate. Yeah. Obviously something has happened. It definitely like in this game, it is a post apocalyptic type of scenario where, you know, these companies that were on this planet kind of left this planet and everyone who lives here is just like trying to survive. Right. Um, trying to get by, uh, all the enemies, all the enemies are really fun. You know, it, it's, it's definitely sort of a desolate feeling, but that's why most of the map that you play on is just sort of this gray, brown, dusty, sort of thing. There's a lot of bandits around, which you have to kill. A lot of creatures, like skags, skags. who are like dogs. You have the spider ants, spider ants, who are these crazy armored spider things. The racks. The racks, which are, I hate so Oh my much. god, hot take. They're the worst. They're the worst. But you also have the bugs. Which are creepy. Which will climb out of the ground, like the Jump King, at your face. Kaylee always said that they were uh, like the King Kong movie. Yes. Where um, they fall in that pit. That's, yeah. That's a great movie. Um, it scarred me. It's a great movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it's sort of, it's got all these like different creatures, which are cool, and all the, this, this cast of characters, but it is a very desolate world. I have heard that um, the later games get somewhat more colorful. Okay. Which is cool. Yeah. Some of the DLC that we've played for this first game oh, yeah. has gotten a little bit more colorful. We'll get to that. But, um, yeah, so basically, I think we love Borderlands, right? We love Borderlands. The The style of it is cool. The story, like, okay, so like I was saying with the story, you, you have to follow just these quests. It's A lot of them are, like, basic fetch quests. Um, I really like the boss design. Yeah. So the bosses are mostly like different bandits, but also uh, they are all like kind of special in their own right. Like right. you have Sledge, who has a giant sledgehammer. Uh-huh. Um, you have, I, I really like King Wee Wee. <laughs> yes. Um, we were, when we beat him, we were like, was that it? Yeah. Was it? <laughs> but I, I like him a lot. So in the game, you know, they call them midgets yes which kind of sucks but um they are little people there so there's like psychos the psychos run up at you and then there's the little strip the flesh 
salt, salt the wound. Salt the wound, yes. They yell at you as they're running towards you. Yeah. Uh, which are my, like, other than the zombies. Yeah. If we're just talking about that main storyline in the first Borderlands, uh, psychos were my favorite enemy. I don't know why. I just think they're really cool. But I don't know. The midgets are like little psychos, basically. Yes. Um, it's unfortunate that they call them that. Yeah. This game was also made in like 2009. So it was over 10 years ago. So it was like less, you know, PC, PC. culture yeah. that we live in now. Um, but King Wee Wee is... A little dude, yeah, right. Who yeah. Um, had a shotgun, right? And that in was a cave, and in a cave with a crown, <laughs> sitting on a throne of toilets, right? It's kind of awesome. Yeah, it is. So it's like one of those things where when you finally get to that boss, like we went in that cave, and how long were we even in there? Like forty-five minutes. Yeah, I mean, you're fighting your way through, and a then bunch finally of- we get to what we were picturing i guess i was picturing some big i don't know what i was picturing but definitely not what we came across and then finally you get to the boss king wee wee and it's like wait is that really him and i don't know but that's that's also another thing that i loved about borderlands it's like all of your expectations can you can just go ahead and throw them out the window yeah well because it is so goofy yeah um and so lighthearted that they can kind of just do whatever they want with it. I mean, yeah. they, they kind of, they do play with your expectations a lot. Right. Um, which is, I, I really like. I mean, you, you think you're going to be fighting, like, we'll just go through the story of this, you know, the, the, the main storyline here. You, you basically, towards the end, you realize that Patricia's this lady who you've been kind of following the whole game. <clears throat> to help get all of the vault keys to open this vault um, that you can only open like once every 200 years. Yeah. Uh, she lost the key to this other lady, this Commander Steel, who's head of the Crimson Lance. So you have to go like find her and you are fighting all of these people who are in the Crimson Lance and you are uh, fighting, you know, these guardians, which are these like... Like fairy ghosts. Fairy ghost things that are like can like teleport and like cut you into pieces which is really cool their hands are like knives yeah or whatever it's it's pretty crazy but you go and you like are thinking i thought we were gonna fight commander steel (laughs) at the end right um but what happened was is she got murdered real quick (laughs) real quick by the destroyer who is what is in the vault um there's a giant monster in the vault there's not treasure which i remember throughout the game we were talking. We kept saying, like, mm-hmm. why hasn't there been just, like, a giant creature that we have to fight yet? Like, we fought the, 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 the rack, rack. The rack hive. Right. Which, which is a was big one. creature. Which yeah. Which is cool. But then other than that, it was like there were no big, like, weird-looking creatures. It was like you were saying different bandits. Um, yeah. Type of thing. And then finally you get to the end. After yeah. What ends up killing Commander Steel the giant, it's a creature. giant creature. It's crazy looking. So it's got with tentacles. It's, yeah. So it's got these. It's like this big purple blue ball thing that has a an eye, big eye on the top of it, and this big mouth that opens up like sideways or whatever. Um, and then it's got all these tentacles that can shoot like rockets out, and these big blue tentacles that can slap you. And yeah. So like that's like the I guess that's the final boss of right. the game. Um, 
It's really cool. Yeah, it was really neat. It was really, really cool. Uh, the, the story of this game leading up to it, like I said earlier, it's not great. Right. It's fun, but it's not great. They don't really capitalize on telling a cohesive story necessarily. You could probably play this game and, and not get most of the story. Yeah. Um, we read all of the quest dialogue because we're those people. Well, you are. If it, if I weren't playing with you, I don't know if I would have read. All <laughs> I of the read quest all of the quest dialogue. I'm <laughs> that person, and so Kaylee had to listen to me read all the quest dialogue. <laughs> but um, yeah. Basically, we got most of the story through that, and then there's some people who will pop on your screen and talk. But the that whole, lady oh, that pops up throughout with the black hair, the, the um, guardian angel. Okay. See, I never. I don't know. Like, did we ever really figure out, we who, didn't that find out who that was? Maybe we find I, out in later games. I had a hot take, like theory. Hot take. Yeah. That she was going to be uh, Commander Steel, and when we were going to basically enter the vault, I was telling Jimmy that who just stepped away to get his charger. So I'm struggling here. Uh, I thought the lady that had been popping up on the screen throughout the game was going to actually turn heel and be Commander Seal. Yeah. And it was going to be like this big plot twist. Uh, But that's another thing. There were no really big plot twists in that storyline, which I was kind of waiting for one. I was waiting for one too. But but it never really happened. No, and I think because, at least in this first game, and probably later games too, I don't know. I've heard the story is better. I have no idea. Uh, The story... It just took a backseat to the gameplay because as someone who plays games for story, gameplay is less important for me. Right. But this is one of those games that is so much fun to play. And to level up in... Yeah. But I mean, like, just the, the, the every... The every, like, minute you're just playing is just fun. Yeah, It just it feels is. good. It controls well. Yeah. It's fun. Um, so... From that aspect, again, the story, it was there. It was kind of lackluster, whatever. Mm -hmm. The gameplay. Now, I have played several first-person shooters. Right. You said you'd played a little bit of Call of Duty. A little bit of Call of Duty. Call of Duty. I played, I would, like, my brothers would hand me the controls every now and then. Zombies mode. Played zombies with my brothers. Which is fun. Yeah. It's good times. We tried to play that one time. And 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 Jimmy was not a fan. We almost got a divorce. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um... We, Not as bad as when we tried to play Snipper Clips. No, that was rough. That was like... Which we still... We won't get into it. We still got We still it. haven't beat it. We still got it. All I'm saying. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's still puzzles we haven't solved. <laughs> Anyways. So, we... I wanted to play this with Kaylee because she started ex- expressing more interest in video games. And we played through... Um, some games passing the controller back and forth, namely, and we're, we're going to talk about this on other episodes, but we're, we're playing through the Assassin's Creed right. series right now. Yeah. Um, so that's really exciting. I really love the Assassin's Creed series. Yeah. I've never played it before, so I'm really into it. Anyways, for our anniversary that we just had at the beginning of March, we went to the mall because we're those people. Uh, <laughs> We what just, do you mean we're those people? I mean, we're not, like, we didn't do anything fancy. Like, like it We're not fancy people. We're not fancy people. We were going to go eat at the pancake diner that we ate at the first night we met, but 
Yeah. Came across a little bit of cash. We, we changed plans a little bit. We went to this really cool Brazilian steakhouse that's in the mall. It's a really great restaurant, right. though. So we figured while we're there, let's go hit up our geek stores. So we went to Think Geek. We went to GameStop. Hot um, Topic. Hot Topic. Got a cool Gigi hat from Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, you did. Um, so we went to GameStop, and I bought another 360 controller because you we only had one, and I wanted to yeah. play this oh, game yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, and so we decided we're going to Oh, can I play. add something please real do. quick? Oh, please so, do. So, like, Jimmy and I will do this thing whenever we're buying each other gifts for, like, anniversary, birthday, Christmas, whatever. We will buy it three weeks out and not be able to hold it in. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as we buy it, we'll just be like, do you want to know what I got you? And the other person will just inevitably say yes. And then we'll just tell each other what we got each other. And then the day of, still, of the anniversary or the birthday or the holiday, we will surprise each other with more gifts. Yes. <laughs> so Yeah, that's a bad habit. So it's a real I, bad habit. I bought Jimmy for our anniversary this screwdriver set because he wants to like uh, – uh, help me out here. I was get, I was gonna I was gonna I'm getting into like modding game boys. Right. So I got him this like screwdriver set. That's the gift I told him I got him. And then the day of our anniversary, I went to Target on my lunch break just to get like a card or like a thing from like the Funko section or something, a little extra gift. And the guys working in the electronic section, <laughs> I had this idea. Oh, oh, you didn't tell me this. I know. I haven't. I had this idea. I'm going to surprise Jimmy with the 360 controller, and I'm going to get it today from Target. Oh, no. <laughs> so I walked up to the dude, and I was like, hey, do you guys have 360 controllers? And he just kind of looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, do you guys not have those here? And he was like, uh, and I was like, would that be way too old of a system for you guys to carry those things here? And he was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that didn't I mean, work out, but I had the, I had good intentions. You had good intentions. And that's basically just a story to say, while I am getting into video games, there is still so much that I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, same here, but even down to like, I didn't know that target wouldn't carry yeah. 360 controllers. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. You never told me that. Well, we bought one. At GameStop when we went to the mall. And um, I was like, I would love to play Borderlands with you because we've been playing through these Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Just either, like the first one I just played by myself and you watched. Like you didn't even want to play it. Like right. I was scared to take the controller. I was yeah, intimidated. Which is funny. Because I had never played a game like that before. And remember when we started getting into video games, I was asking you questions. What's an RPG? Yeah. I didn't even know what that was. What's an RPG? What does it mean yeah. to role play? Like, you know, turn-based. What does that even mean? Um, because I was just used to Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, like, platformers or yeah. just, like, racing games or party sports games, games. Party games. Mario Party, you're yeah. a big fan of. Oh, yeah. So Which I have I been <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to learn what different types of video games are out there yeah. and what I like. And the one I haven't played in a while, but you let me try because you had it on Switch. Poi. Yeah, um, Poi. It's really amazing, it's, and I it's, and a, I it's like a 3D platform, right? And and that's the type of game that like I find myself really loving that. Um, just to go yeah. be goofy and explore a world, then to go 
so that's kind of what I'm used to. That's kind of what my baseline is, right? Yeah. And then to see what, uh, I don't know, just like, I don't even know how to explain it, but like when we first started playing Assassin's Creed, I was just like, this is not Poi. <laughs> this is not yeah. Mario. This is something completely this different. This is something completely different. I mean, you're just stabbing fools in the neck. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you have to like learn combat and uh, pickpocket and like all this save save the civilian. Sorry, our dog is having some issues right now. He's got a lot He's of got issues. allergies. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, save the civilian. So I think I was just intimidated. Totally. And I mean, I think... When we played that, you watched and you really liked it and you really were like, I really like the world. I love everything about this game. I love kind of the story, um, which I again, wouldn't take the is, that's another game. We'll, t- we'll talk about this more. I think the next episode we're going to do is, Assassin. is Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, we're going to kind of update. Our plan right now is to update like playing Borderlands and playing Assassin's Creed. Those are the two main series we're playing. Sort of just like update you as we go along right. and then. Who knows um, how long it'll take us to actually finish. Oh, gosh, yeah, who knows. Um, this could go horribly wrong, but who <laughs> knows. But, yeah, so we... Um, I think I think you really started to open your mind to those games there. And then when we started playing Assassin's Creed 2, you wanted to take the... Um, you wanted to actually play it. You wanted to, like, pick the controller up, which I yeah. thought was amazing. I was really into it. And uh, I'm glad that you did. I'm really glad that you did because I think you were you. It clicked for you. You went, oh, I really like this. Yeah, like it's not as intimidating yeah. intimidating as I think, and it's okay to learn as you go. Totally. I tend to have a perfectionistic personality. Well, so you know, that's something you gotta kind of fight when you're playing video games. Even when it comes the first time I tried to play that Dragon Quest, which one? Dragon Quest Eight. Whatever one's on, on the PS2, the, seven maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And I didn't. I didn't even know what the concept of grinding was. So I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm just gonna fly through all these objectives." Yeah, I'm just gonna press the forward button and go and go. And that's not. And how I got destroyed. Destroyed. And I got. I was so mad. And Jimmy had to explain to me like, "Okay, with a lot of these games, these type of games, you have to go between these objectives. Yeah. You have to get stronger." Basically is how he explained it to me. So you got to go back, fight enemies to get more experience points, and yeah. you, you know, grinding. Some of those, not that Dragon Quest game in particular, other you do have to grind on that one some. The some of those early RPGs that you haven't really seen or yeah. played are brutal. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, just brutal with the grinding. I it, it's a world that I want to get into that I haven't, but like I'll get there one day. Sure. Um, but that. But when we pl- started playing Borderlands, yeah, you. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a little more like, okay, I liked Assassin's Creed. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this Borderlands game with you, and we'll just see how it goes. Because mm-hmm. at that point, I was feeling like, <laughs> if I can play Assassin's Creed, I can play anything, which is how naive I am with video games right now. Well, you know, you can play anything. <laughs> just because I'm a such, thing. I'm such a baby when it comes to like, I'm still so young. I'm an infant. You'll learn. You'll learn. Games. I promise. Um, so, you decided that you were going to play with me. So, I said, great. We bought this controller, and we came back, and we started playing. And I think you you liked it at first. When did it click for you that you went? When did it click like, for me? I think that you went like, oh, I really, really enjoy this. I want to keep playing this. 
Well, at first, what kind of kept me interested was like, because at first it's like TK Baja is mm-hmm. who we're mainly talking to. And so that, um, he's, he's, it was goofy and it just, gr- yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun, and so that kind of thing just like kept me interested. But what really got me like, oh, I'm into this was when we started, uh, going into like these fortresses of like yeah. old scrappy metal buildings that have been abandoned. And there are just bad guys everywhere. Psychos running at you, brutes shooting yep. at you, bandits shooting at you. And it's like, okay, Jimmy and I are walking into this right now and we just got to take all these guys out. And I don't know. It just finally, I, I was learning how to shoot well. I had gotten some good guns. Uh, we'd been shooting skags up to that point, which I was like sick of skags when we got to this point. It can get a lot. They can get a lot real quick. So when we started getting into like combat with with like bandits and brutes and psychos, uh, I was like, okay, this is fun. And I just could not wait until we got to the next round of that. Yeah. Um, and of course it just got bigger and better and harder as we went, which it's like the, I found that this game for me was like the perfect level of challenging. It wasn't too hard. Um, it's definitely a thing where like, yeah, we shouldn't try to go do a quest when we're level three and they're level eight. Um, we, we need to do some grinding at that point. Um, understanding that and, um, it's, it's basically all that to say, it was like the perfect level of like challenging for me. Okay. Um, and I don't know, I just found myself really enjoying, I got to work really hard to beat all these bad guys and we had to do teamwork and like we, we had to heal each other a lot and like I would, yeah. I would get knocked down and you'd have to come heal me and it just was like that fast paced, challenging, exciting combat that I just really found myself loving. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think the way in which we worked together was really cool because that's something we haven't ever done before. Yeah. Like even with, I mean, we talked about, we played snipper clips. I mean, <laughs> we did not work together that way. Right. We, um, in this, it was, it was a lot of like, okay, let's, I have a sniper. I'm going to, you know, sit back and shoot and sort of like pull enemies, you know, using like wow terms, which, this game isn't an MMO, but it's sort of like one. You can use those concepts, too. Yeah. And, like, Kaylee was more of the tank in the sense that she had, like, the machine guns. Right. Or he, or, or even damage. Right. And I would, like, snipe people. You would kind of stay back and snipe. And then they would come up, and then I'd pull out a shotgun or a pistol and then run right. in with you. So we had a system going, and... And that was also really fun for me, knowing like we were working together, we had a system. So every time we came across a barrage of enemies, I knew, okay, if we stick to our game plan, we got this. Um, And that was just really fun for me. Also, I'm just going to throw it in there, throw it out there. Um, I don't know who else is going to be listening to this. Most of you guys listening here at the beginning probably already know a lot about me and Jimmy, but... Whenever I first started trying to get into video games and play like snipper clips or like whenever I would play Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart, I was deep in addiction. So most yeah. of the time I would just play video games because it was an excuse for me to drink. So I wouldn't really care about what's going on in the game. It was just something to pass the time and I would just yeah. drink, right? Now I'm like well, 15 months sober. So now whenever I play video games, I am in a completely sober mind. And it's like, I'm using that mind, my completely sober mind, to strategize and work through this video game. And I 
really appreciate that. Like I really yeah. appreciate my sober mind and even more now I can, I have a higher appreciation for those well, kind of video and games. And it's something you said to me. I mean, you didn't really play a lot of games before you got sober. Yeah. We would watch a lot of movies. We'd watch a lot of TV and stuff like that. And so you said sometimes there's still that like connotation. An association. An association, yeah. When we like sit down to watch a movie together. I feel like I have to have a drink in my Yeah, hand. sometimes there's still that like, oh yeah, like this is what I used to do. But like yeah. with video games, like that doesn't, isn't it's there It's not for necessarily you. there. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't do it enough to form that association. So now we're playing video games. I, I can just play carefree. I don't feel that urge to have to have a drink in my hand or be putting something in my body while we're playing i'm just playing and i'm having a yeah. great time and it's fun yeah totally so it we there was a couple days there where we sat down and played borderlands for like eight hours five six seven eight hours yeah. in a row yeah um taking break i mean taking breaks every like hour or so i mean we still would take like a break and like stand up, go to the bathroom, get something to drink, play with our dog. Do what you can do in quarantine. Yes, do what you can do while we're on, you know, lockdown. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we we pile drive through this this first Borderlands pretty quick, mm-hmm. I think. And I had a lot of motivation to get through it because Jimmy ended up telling me that the first DLC was yeah. Zombie this Island. Is, this is a great. This is a great way to go into this. Yeah, so we. This package that I bought that had all of the DLC obviously has all the DLC and all the games. So I was like, well, after we beat the game, we'll just go straight into that first DLC. So the first DLC is the um, let me let me get the it's so fun correct name. It it is so fun. It's like now everything else is just a disappointment because I had oh gosh, so whatever. much fun with okay, this DLC. Okay, it is the Zombie Island of Doctor Ned. Now. Again, sort of the humor of this game. Doctor Zed was the doctor in the first in like the main game, and in this first DLC, it's Doctor Ned. So, in the game, multiple times, it's like totally not the same. Doctor, no relation. No relation, or like they're brothers, but it's <laughs> just Doctor Zed with a, with a mustache with a mustache glued onto his face. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I really think that this first DLC, the Zombie Island of Doctor Ned, really put this game for me into a different category because the writing got a lot better. Yeah. I think the story of this DLC was a lot better than the story of the main game. The art. And I, again, yeah, the art and like just the setting, you're in like this like spooky, spooky town, like the spooky town. It's like it's dark like purple, orange, green, like everything you would think of when you think of Halloween. Yeah. Oh, so the enemies are, Obviously, there's a lot of zombies because it's a zombie island. Mm-hmm. There are, instead of racks, like these big kind of like pterodactyl-looking creatures, there are crows. Right. And they just like yeah. rain down Instead of you. skags, there's were-skags. Right. Who can heal themselves, which is a bummer when you're fighting them. But yeah. that's all right. And then there um, there was a pumpkin man. There was killed. a pumpkin man. Uh, and... Zombie TK Baja. TK Baja died in the main game, and he came back as a zombie. <laughs> a zombie, and we had to feed him brains. Yeah, so basically, the grindy part of this DLC was that... Go collect the brains. Go, you have to go collect a certain amount of brains for And you do that by killing TK zombies. Baja. Yeah, you, but you don't get a brain automatically. You have to shoot him shoot in the him head. Shoot him in the head, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely a lot of fun. 
I really enjoyed watching you play through this because I've played zombie video games in the past, but you have never. Unless you count Call of Duty Zombies. Call of Duty Zombies, yes. Which I would, I had fun playing that. Yeah, absolutely. But you discovered a love for zombies. I will say Kaylee has a tattoo of a brain. Yes, I do. I, I got a degree in psychology. I am fascinated with the human brain. Completely fascinated with it. So whenever we would shoot a zombie and a brain would fly out and I had to pick it up, I was like all, all about, about it. it. You were all about it. I mean, it was incredible. Um, definitely, I think the most fun we had playing Borderlands so far has been this DLC. Yeah. We love the main game. But it went by so fast. It's a kind of a short DLC. There's only like 20-something missions. Yeah. Um, which I understand, but it was fun it was to explore so that world. Uh, I think definitely so far in what we've played through this series, this is where it shined the most. Yeah. Like I said, the writing, the story is fantastic. Um, it's f- It made me laugh out loud multiple times. Right. Which the main game never did. But this, like, uh, legitimately, I laughed out loud. Yeah. Um, and then you have, I think, incredible enemy design mm-hmm. and... Map design. There's no fast travel. You don't really this. want it, though. You don't really need it. You don't even want it because you the want old- to run through everything because it's all it's so stimulating and fun and I don't know. I think I the only, want I think the the only bummer that I had with that though was when you play this DLC. Um, every time you turn the game off and you come back into the DLC, you start at the beginning. That's true. So then you have to like if you're at the like near the end of the DLC. Did it bother me though? Because I I loved it so much. If it would have been that way in, if we would have spawned in Firestone every time we went to play uh, Borderlands One, I I don't know if I would have been able to do it. Yeah, but that would be rough. I loved that in Zombie. And this has a much smaller map. Map. Yeah. So that's that's the good thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think. I think the zombie island of Dr. Ned was, was the I will also say the ending of this game. Oh, my God. The ending God. of this DLC <laughs> was incredible. So let's also say that, like, right before we got on that elevator, remember, and he's like, oh, let me, uh, just let me click this button real quick. Just, just fight off those zombies. Just fight them oh, off. Yeah. And then, like, literally 500 zombies came in, like, the Tankenstein, the, like, oh. these Frankenstein big things that have these bombs they'll throw at you. Yes, and it was like, it was mass chaos. Yeah. Like, I think we were in that for 15 minutes. Oh my gosh, I don't know. The just zombies just zombies. kept coming. Yeah. And we, I mean, we were running out of ammo on yeah. certain guns, and we were like, oh my gosh, what is this going to end? And you're waiting for the, Dr. Ned to send this elevator. Right. Basically, just so you can get on it and go meet him. Right. Yeah. Um... So to have that, like, okay, is the end of this going to be like, we're just going to have to keep fighting even more zombies. We have to go into his little lair and kill him. Well, I, you said, whenever we were doing that, you're like, why is it taking him so long? I wonder if he's the bad guy. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, that's that's an interesting point. And uh, it turns out totally is a bad guy. He's right. the one who started the zombie apocalypse. Right. And, you know, no big deal. So you go, he has like a gun, you go to his lair and you fight him at the end. Right. And, and so you kill him and immediately, and credits. like, I'm not talking like. Fade out. Fade out and credits. I'm talking like he dies and, and then credits, credits start to roll. Yes. Really fast. And we were like, oh, okay. Like I was a little sad. Yeah. I was cool. really sad. Cool. Yeah, this is cool. 
And then all of a sudden, Dr. Ned in zombie form, who's like this big hulking monster, like rips through the credit screen as it's like scrolling, <laughs> like breaking the fourth wall and just like, it's like, you think we're done? And like, you have to like chase him down into his little lair into hell, basically. Basically. You're in a lake of blood. And, and it's like to get down there, you have to go, I don't even know how many stories down into this it's like I mean, you're like dropping down into the earth, and basically. it's like your your the walls are like human organs or something. Oh, I don't know. It was weird in a great way. I mean, I loved it. I love weird things. So like, this was perfect. And I mean, it was just that thing where I was like, wow. I thought this DLC was really cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's even cooler now because yeah. you're fighting. You fight the final boss in like a lake of blood. Yeah. Which is incredible. Right. Really fun. So, that's the first DLC. Do you have anything else you want to add about that? I I wish I could play more of it. (laughs) I know, right? But it was amazing. It was really cool. The second DLC, there's four DLCs in this first game. So, the second one um, was Mad Moxie's Underdome Riot. Cool concept. It's like circus. It's like a circus, but it's also like a battle arena. So, this this was Borderlands... I don't know if you know this, Kaylee, but this was the first time. This was 2009-ish. This came out. Here I have the the first DLC came out in November of 2009. The second one came out in December. December 29th, 2009. Um, this was when stuff like Call of Duty Zombies was starting. Okay. Um, Halo ODST. Okay. Which is a... You've never played the Halo games, have no. you? We need to play. I think you like the Halo games. Yeah. We'll play through those at some point. Um, Halo 3 ODST had a thing called Horde Mode. Okay. Gears of War has a Horde Mode. So it's basically wave-based in fighting enemies. Gotcha. Um, it's a lot of fun. Makes If sense. you're into that type of thing. This was really Borderlands' answer to yeah. people putting out Horde Modes, yeah. right? I we like very zombies. quickly realized this is not for us. This is not for us. Um, one, you don't gain any experience. So, so let me let me just break down how it works. There's three arenas, and there are, you you fight. There are five rounds in a wave of enemies, or there's five waves in a round. I'm right. sorry. And then you you have to fight five rounds. Right. So there's. 25 waves of enemies. And if you get, literally, if you get to 24 and you get killed, you have to start, you have back to start over. And you yeah. don't get any XP. So yeah, you get no XP. There's almost no loot that you get. That's the thing about this game. It's all about the loot. Like, the thing that keeps me going forward is the loot yeah. in this game. Um, I just like the the feeling of leveling up and, and finding guns that do better damage. Or, yeah. I mean, you like find a shotgun that you really love, and then you find a shotgun that does 10 extra damage and also can set your enemies on fire. You know right. what I mean? And you're like, oh my gosh, that's so but cool. Then, but then, like, what I had to weigh out was like, oh, this has a really tight scope. It does more damage, but it has a really tight scope, and the reload is, like, five seconds longer. So I would have to, like, weigh out the pros <sighs> and cons with that. And there were some guns that I found that were, like, could do so much more damage, and I ended yeah. up passing them up because... Same. Same. Yeah. I didn't like the way it felt when I was shooting. Or like I didn't like had, the tightness. I had, a, I had a shotgun that shot rockets, and it was yeah. just like, it wasn't quite what I wanted. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so there's no loot in this. And so I was just like, I don't, I don't want to just battle to battle. Like this game is fun because of the loot and all that kind of thing. It plays really well and the gameplay is really good. And like the shooting feels really good, but not good enough to where I want to, um, sort of do it for no bonus. Like what you get is if you, there's three arenas. So if you get through all three arenas, five rounds of five waves each, you get an extra skill point. <laughs> One skill point. <laughs> then you unlock the long arenas, which are 20 rounds of five waves each. And you get an extra skill point if you complete all three arenas. I just don't have time that. for that. No. I just... I, and I just... And there's no story. There's no real story. The only story you get is when the beginning when you yeah. learn that Moxie like was married to Marcus. Right. And she's looking for another husband or whatever, yeah. which is sort of ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, there's just no real reason for me to want to play it. Sure. And you felt the same way. So we were like, you know what? We're just going to skip, skip this it. one. No big deal. We started. We have not finished, but we have started the third DLC. So... It's called The Secret Armory of General Knox, and it is a direct sequel to the main game, basically. Like, the Zombie Island one was a story that took place, like, it was sort of this, like, fantasy story that didn't take place in the main, like, storyline of the game. Yeah. This, um, uh, this DLC is sort of directly after, hey, the Vault Hunters, we open the vault, what happens next? Right. And General Knox is the, he was Commander Steele's superior. Mm -hmm. So she died, and then he came and um, is on Pandora now. Right. The feel's different. It's, like, like definitely, like, more sci-fi, futuristic type feel. But, yeah, I mean, he came, sorry, let me just go back real quick. General Knox came to Pandora to basically clean up the mess that commander still left. So you're fighting these crimson lance people that you fought in the main at the end of the main game. Right. But yes, it is way more sci-fi and futuristic. Like the the just the crimson lance people in general kind of have that feeling. Scooter's still there though. Scooter is a main character. You there's new cars. Which God bless. God bless. There's new cars. There are new um, uh, areas to explore yeah. in the map, which is really cool. Um, we just started it. So we don't have a lot to say about it yet, but we're really liking it so far. Yeah. And I'm sure in the next Borderlands episode that we do, we'll be able to talk more about it. Yeah. Also, it's so cool because like we'll be driving down the road and there will be a billboard for uh, yeah. a house for rent in Jacob's Cove. Which is where the zombie island yeah. takes place. So I just remember like we were driving. I was like, Jimmy, look! Like, and oh it was gosh, like a, yeah. a billboard for the zombie island. It's so cool. Um but yeah, I mean, it's just such a. I, I love it. I love the, the the fact that it is continuing the story of the main game. I'm very interested in the future, like this DLC, the next DLC that we're gonna play, and then Borderlands Two. I've heard Borderlands Two is great. Yeah. So I'm very very interested in the future of the series. And there's a lot of hype out for three right now. Yeah. So it's like it's there's interesting. A, a, we're recording this. I, we have no idea when these episodes are going up. Yeah. But so, it's, basically, 
it's the end of March right now. And the, the first, or not, I don't know if it's the first, or there is a DLC coming out for the third game. Yeah, so there's a lot of hype, and it's cool because we'll go to Target, and there will be, like, you know, action figures for, like, psychos and Yeah, or, like, characters from Borderlands 3 that yeah, we, we haven't that we don't met. even know who they are. Yeah. And so it's, like, it makes it even more exciting to want to get to get through this. Yeah. Enjoy it, but get through it, because I want, I just want all of it. Yeah. I want to know. I know, right? <laughs> um... But yeah, that's kind of where we are in Borderlands right now. We're going to, um, I mentioned earlier, we're going to like do an episode over, because the two main series we're playing right now are Borderlands and Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do episodes kind of checking in where we are on those series and talking about what we've played so far. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Assassin's Creed, probably the next episode. Yeah. Uh, then we also, Kaylee and I, we both play games separately from each yeah. other. Like, I'm playing Pokemon Mystery dungeon rescue team yeah right now that just we, came out on the switch you just got that the other day yeah we went to the we had to venture out to the grocery store yeah for quarantine groceries yep. and we ended up buying a video game because that's what we do yeah um and i'm playing through like several different weird games though mm-hmm. i just have like a list of games i'm playing through and, and I, we own a bunch of games that we haven't played and so we're gonna be talking about like all kinds of different games so we're going to do Borderlands episodes, Assassin's Creed episodes, we're going to talk about random games, and then we want to have our friends on, and people who are into video games. and um, Like, we have friends that maybe don't necessarily love video games as much as us, but we, we have a Minecraft realm together, and we'll hop on and play Minecraft and just be weird together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it would. I think it would be fun to... Like, have those friends on, too, and just talk about, like, what we do in Minecraft sometimes. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. We have a realm on Minecraft, and it gets crazy. It gets... <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. actually, but we love it. Um, So, yeah, we just want... And we, we want to have, you know, um, as Kay, Kaylee came up... I will say, full disclosure, Kaylee came up with the name DateBit, which I think is amazing. Because um, we do have dates where we just play video games. Yeah. And it's great. Um, we want to have double date bits where we have other Another couples couple, on. Another couple, yeah. And talk about kind of th- what they're doing, what they're playing, their experience with video games as a couple. Um, we would love to hear from anyone who's listening. We have a uh, email that you can send questions to, or you can I mean, just email us. We'd love to just talk. It's um, datebitpodcast at gmail.com. That's D, the letter eight. Number the eight. Number eight. <laughs> Gosh, dang it, I'm never going We're getting this. a lot of text right now about what's happening uh, in uh, yeah. regarding the coronavirus. So we're Oklahoma, trying not to be distracted at I think the Oklahoma City is just doing shelter in place right now. Okay, so well. that's good. Even more time to play video um, games. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's datebitpodcast at gmail.com. D, the number eight, bitpodcast at gmail.com. Please send us anything. Um, that you want us to see over email, send us questions. We'd love to answer them on air. We also have um, an Instagram. Yeah, Kaylin just made an Instagram. It's just Date Bit Podcast yeah, is the name. D number eight. D number eight podcast. podcast. Or D number eight bit podcast. Yes. That's going to take some time to get used to. All right. But yeah, that, that'll just kind of be like some behind the scenes and like to get to know me and Jimmy a little bit more. Um, like I said in the introduction episode, we don't have personal Instagrams, but we'll see what we want to go what we'll want to do with social media going forward. Yeah. So we have an Instagram right now. We got an email. So reach out to us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Guys. We'd love to talk to you guys. Uh, but I think, I don't know. I also was thinking that, you know, as th- this is a year, I don't know if you even know this, but the Xbox, 
There's a new Xbox coming out at the end of the year. There's, I did a, new, not know there's that. a new PlayStation coming PlayStation I did know 5 that. I is did coming know out. That. Um so we might talk about kind of current video game events events that yeah. are going on. We we'll don't try we don't to really know. Updated. We don't really stay updated ourselves, but maybe we'll It'll still push us. We'll start start doing that and yeah. uh t- we can talk about that. Um I would love to get a PlayStation 5 when it comes out, but maybe I'll have to wait a little bit. Maybe I'll, I'll wait like a year or something. That would that'll be good. But um we're just going to keep playing video games and keep on uh uh being, being nerds being nerds and being married. So that's that's this whole that's, that's this whole thing. Um I want to thank everyone who listened, who checked this out. Um keep an eye on your feed. You should first of all, I got to say this, you should subscribe to our podcast if you haven't. Oh, please um, do. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be on uh, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, all of those that we don't even know exist right now. Um, we're going to be on. So wherever you listen to your podcast, check it out. And yeah, I mean. We have friends who have podcasts that we would love to uh, give shout outs throughout our time on our podcast yeah definitely we'll i just it. think it's so cool that we're starting this journey and we have other friends who have also started podcast journeys and now we can support each other like totally yeah it's really cool um i want to say i want to give a shout out to jake keel for um designing our logo that you'll see um soon soon so exciting it, well it'll be when this goes up it'll be up oh that's so, true so it'll be on on the podcast page yeah um and then also, shout out to Santiago Ramones for um, composing our theme music. Heck yes. He is a dear friend of mine that I've known for a long time from college. And um, he loves video games. And his wife loves video games, too. And we definitely want to have him on. has got to be a double on. date bit. I know, for sure. We'll have him on. But until next time, thank and you, guys. Landon. Shout out to Landon Bungard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Shout out to Landon for editing this podcast. Um we love you, brother. Yeah, he's a he's a good friend who lives in the same apartment complex as us, so it really helps uh, the whole, you know, editing process. Yeah. But all right, guys. Well, until next time, thank you for listening, and we will see you and talk to you later. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.